Yeah, so I have thoughts. <laughs> so do I. I have many thoughts. So let's get into it. This is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And to get us started, here's our 60-second summary. In the wake of last week's Russian spy scandal, it seems that Riverdale is finally healing. Principal Featherhead resigns, and Tony helps Principal Weatherby take his place. Dr. Werther's leaves town to go be creepy in another state for a while. Alice reads Betty's book and magically stops being an asshole. Pep Comics is forced to finally shut down, and Jughead writes a little eulogy for the last issue, which features the retelling of the comet. Inspired by the issue, Veronica enlists Clay to help turn the short story into a feature film, and all is right with the world. Or is it? It's not. Tabitha pops back in to remind Jughead and everyone else that they actually don't belong in the 50s by allowing them to binge watch all six seasons of Riverdale. Apparently, it was taking too long to untangle timelines, so she just decided to merge them all into one, which means they're permanently stuck in the 50s, and we are permanently stuck with the knowledge that seasons 1 through 6 were a complete waste of time. Betty and Jughead choose to remember everything from their previous lives, while everyone else gets treated to a supercut of Riverdale's greatest hits, which, while nostalgic and sweet, just makes us angrier because none of it mattered. Can they salvage anything for the finale? Let's find out together. I felt like this episode was two episodes. Because the first half and the second half, yeah, (laughs) the first half was so funny because it was just like Riverdale is healing after we've removed the uh, Russian spy cancer. And like, here's all the things that are getting better. And everything was great, except it's not. Yeah, that's where I think a lot of my confusion lies, because the first half of the episode, we're introduced to all of these things that will mean nothing. Well, I mean, automatically mean nothing. Yeah. Now, honestly, like we've gotten confirmation that nothing means anything. Nothing matters. We're at a point where it just none of it mattered. Not a single moment mattered. It really didn't. And I'm I'm curious as to where you want to start, because, again, thoughts and feelings. (laughs) Okay. well, I guess I think we should probably wrap up some of the stuff that doesn't matter before we get to the stuff that does matter. And we can do that kind of quickly because I honestly don't think there's too much around it, except the only thing that I want to talk about that was kind of satisfying was Uncle Frank and Tom Keller being gay lovers. Can I tell you, I audibly gasped when that happened. And I'm like, oh, Uncle Frank needs to shut the fuck up from now on. I can't can't remember if I said this out loud in our last episode. But when Uncle Frank was like, I'm going to go live with Tom Keller. I had this thought in my mind of like, hmm, that's interesting that that's your first thought. So I wasn't necessarily expecting it. But when it happened, I was like, oh. I didn't put two and two together because so Kevin goes to visit Tom because he said, you know, you were sick. So I wanted to get you some soup from Pops. Very sweet. Mm. Very innocent. And but he's at a hotel. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) which made me think, why did Uncle Frank state that he was going to stay with if there if he's at a hotel? Unless he meant like, I'll just get the hotel that Tom Keller is staying. Right. Like that was super specific. Yeah. Tom opens the door and he's in his robe, which is fine. And then what I found so funny was that the reaction of Tom wasn't as, oh my God, hide as I thought it would have been because then Frank literally comes out in a towel Mm -hmm. and his immediate, like he's trained for this goes, oh, my shower's out in my room. So I'm borrowing. Like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Has this happened before? Mm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we never really found out why Kevin's parents divorced. It could potentially have been because uh, his mom found out that he was, you know, sneaking around with Uncle Frank. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, this is like a very common, I think, 
trope of the more closeted times of homosexuality where like the people who really come out against it tend to be the ones who actually feel that way. It's like a self-loathing kind of situation. So not totally surprised, but also kind of just satisfying in terms of like, uh, well, that's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get. And poor Kevin is just kind of like blankly staring at them like, I felt so bad. I felt so bad for him because his dad gave him so much shit and tried to scare him straight. And it was like, ah, how could you do that? Frank, too, with basketball. Yeah. They, not to use this term incorrectly, but tag teamed. Oh. um, I did not know where you're going with that. That Yeah, I was trying. Like, I didn't want it to sound too. But yeah, they basically tag team to get Kevin to be more manly. So I find that very funny. But again, this is a topic and a scenario that we were just kind of hit with and we never will talk about. Right. We're not going to get resolution on it. And even if we do, does it matter? So other stuff like that. So Principal Featherhead quits. Because he, of course, has he has ties personal issues. Honestly, I thought that they were all going to be implicated because him and Clifford and Dr. Werther's all had that little powwow yes. about trying to. So I thought that they were all involved. In, but Dr. Werther's, he leaves, but for another job working for the government. Stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, in the teen conspiracy, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, so he's right. taking his hate of comic books to the government right and also his love of teenagers and underage girls yes because i'm sure he'll be working with damaged youths in that position as well so like he does not get retribution for all of the pain and grossness he's caused no he's just gonna move it to a higher power yeah which is great i mean maybe accurate in terms of how the real world works but like very frustrating in this context Mm -hmm. so after featherhead gets bounced then Tony campaigns to bring Principal Weatherby back in here. And I honestly cannot look at him seriously after the whole cult thing. and the. Whole... I know. So now he's not back. It's his initial introduction, right? He's not been around Tony this season. Tony knows yes. of him from somewhere else. Yes, because she said when the schools integrated, a lot of black teachers lost their jobs because obviously I'm sure that they wanted to keep the white teachers. So she said, you know, I know somebody who would be good for this position. He lost his job. He's been driving a cab for the past year. (laughs) So they obviously, they need Alice's help because she's on the PTA or whatever. And for some reason, the PTA is in charge of hiring. So she and Betty go to Alice and Betty is still having this whole thing with Alice of like, oh, we're just understanding each other more now and everything is fine. (laughs) It's like, it is not, but okay. It's really not. <laughs> All right. So many years of emotional abuse, but like, yeah, everything's fine. So Alice, I guess, in an attempt to kind of continue to mend fences with Betty, does convince the the school board that they should allow Principal Weatherby to be Principal Weatherby. I can't remember his first name. Me neither. Waldo. What's oh. the buzz, Waldo? <laughs> wow, that, that was a quick... <laughs> Well, I was tr- I was like, I know they said it at some point, and I feel like I remembered us making fun of that phrasing because that was when Jughead was a teacher in season five. Oh, yes, like, yes. What's the buzz, Waldo? Fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, so that's going on. So that's going on. And Archie's first reason for business is that now that Miss Grundy's gone, he wants Mrs. Thornton. <laughs> Thornton, yes, I knew there was Thorn in there. Yeah, to come back and 
Principal Weatherby is all about it. He's like, I love her. She's a great teacher. But I love how Archie introduced it. He's like, uh, she's a real great teach. And uh, he was accused of being a communist. (laughs) (laughs) Falsely accused, by the way. I mean, whatever. So it was just, it was funny how, but it was very quick of Principal Weatherby to be like, absolutely, I love her. I'll I'll get her back. Yeah, because he he makes a very nice moving speech, I guess, as he's taking his position about changing for the better and everybody needs to try harder and learn and move forward kind of yeah. kind of a thing. It was nice. I didn't hate that. <laughs> but yeah, and it was nice to see the entire class or school or whatever. Yeah, there's I guess there's only like 75 kids in the entire high school because <laughs> that was a small assembly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've always wondered, but I don't know. I just seem really small. Yeah. Because sometimes nice the school seems big, like when they have football games and stuff like they have big stands and they're full, plus the kids that are actually playing and cheerleaders, which we can also get to. Unless they just have really big families and the entire family comes. The whole town comes to watch. The whole town. Which is, yeah, about 100 people. It seems like, yeah. Yeah, It seems like a 50s thing to do where like... Well, there's nothing else to do. Right. If you didn't have a kid in the school, you would still go watch. But yeah, it was nice to see like the whole grade, class, school kind of actually agree and come together at this point mm-hmm. um, feels forced though like everything is just, oh yeah is like coming up daisies and stuff so cheryl gets the vixens back from evelyn because she challenges because her to a, a dance, dance off, off which wasn't really a dance off cheryl just danced and then evelyn screamed and ran out of the room which i thought was kind of fun she's such a c-word and i can't like even during weather yes. speech, she like rolled her eyes yeah she like doesn't stand up to clap at first and then she just like gets up and it's like oh i guess and it's like <laughs> i love it because what is this to you it was such a positive message and she was still just like fuck that I don't want to be better I don't want to be kind I just want to sit here and be an asshole and it was like okay you do that so hopefully bad things are coming for Evelyn but yeah we won't get to see them it won't matter we won't yeah because it's right it's going to be rewritten so it doesn't matter and then Jughead is upset because the last issue that he's made for Pep Comics is not going to get published. Whirlers rejected it because part of it is a retelling of the comet, the short story that they were talking about mm-hmm. earlier in the season featuring an interracial couple. So that's obviously not going to fly. Oh, I had a question about this. What's Zip Comics? That's a great question, Don, because I don't know. Did they say that they were going to be publishing under a different name after the... I don't remember the, the because tribunal. it went they went back and forth saying pep yeah. and zip and I'm right. like well are they different or are they the same right and well, then that- it ends up being published under zip so right I don't know if it was ever addressed or if I wasn't listening because like odds are I wasn't listening if they were talking <laughs> about comic books but yeah I noticed that too and I was like oh they must have covered this at some point and I like wasn't paying attention so I'm just gonna assume yeah we'll just let that yeah, we'll just let it slide. Sweep that like, under the rug. Yeah. But yeah, very strange. So they're going to publish it anyway. And Mr. Fieldstone is like, well, this is it we for Pep well Comics. <laughs> yeah, like we can't get anything published. We're losing money here. So, you know, write a nice little eulogy for Pep Comics. And this will just be how we go out. So Jughead does that. But he tells Veronica about it. And then it inspires Veronica to decide that she wants to make a movie out of the short story, The Comet. And so, of course, she goes to Clay, our yeah. <laughs> our resident screenwriter, I guess. And he's like, well, obviously, I've been working on this for like four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to miss Clay. I find him really annoying. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a sweet guy, but I mean, when it gets down to the nitty gritty and the serious stuff, he gets super annoying about it. He's so pretentious. So yeah, they're like, okay, we're going to do this movie together. It's very exciting, which again, never going to. No, we're never going to see it. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Or anything happen with it. Yeah. Is that it for oh, like all the um Reggie? Oh he yes, yeah. Got his letter from the basketball camp, right. but he's in a dilemma because they screwed up the dates and it's the same time that there's like this corn festival thing. No, corn harvest. Whatever. <laughs> they're harvesting so much corn in this one. But they're gonna of time make yeah, they're gonna make Yeah, they're profits. That's how they make their money. Yeah. And he's really upset about it. And in comes Archie and is saying, listen, man, I need to work with the earth. Right. I need to get my hands dirty so I can write this poetry. And I will do it free of charge. Honestly, that was sweet. It was very sweet. And then they both said, I love you again, which I think Mm. is very cute. Yeah. And they truly love each other. And... Yes, very sweet. Yeah, it was a nice, I guess, conclusion to their story. Right. I assume. <laughs> we assume I really assume we don't the know. beginning <laughs> half of this was us to get endings forever. I mean. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to tie things up. We do have one last Betty and her book, which. Right. That had a fast turnaround. It was just the first copy. So maybe it's like the rough Right, but even her writing it and getting oh, yeah, it yeah. out and all of that. I was yeah, like, she's, shit. But she's got nothing else going on. So she might as well. No. And she brings it to Alice, who is like, I see the cover and you're very risky. And like, that's immediately what she goes to. And um, Betty leaves it for her. And it's like, read it if you want. Don't read it. Whatever. But, it, you know, here. And then in a very creepy way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alice decides to wake her up. Well, just she doesn't. Yeah, she just comes into the room in the middle of the night and is just crying next to her. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And then she basically says, you know, you were right. I did learn more about you. You wrote a whole book. I'm proud of, you know, like it it was a moment that Betty needed. And again, another wrapping up. Oh, and we also have to. Well, not really, but I'm going to add it. Hal's sleeping in the basement now because honestly for some reason, better than he deserves <laughs> yes but also like it's been years and now just because betty knows about it he's sleeping in the basement unless i don't know she was trying to talk alice into leaving him and she right. like, was like no i didn't want i didn't want to break up the family so like i don't know what what's stopping them now because Betty's oh she older. said oh she did say because he's her lifeline she's like this house is his Oh, oh I right. Can't work she can't, the station, yeah. you know, so it's basically financial. Right. So I guess um, like he has to stay, but like they don't want to be in the same room. So. Right. Fine, Oof. I guess. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. So that's all the garbage that like is inconsequential. So <laughs> we move on pretty abruptly. Angel Tabitha pops yes. up in Jughead's train car and he's like, oh, what are you doing here? I thought you were traveling the country. And she's like, I'm not that Tabitha. Do you remember? I'm kind of a time traveler. And like, let me show you. And this is what like fucking blew my mind. So she sits him down. Oh, yes. To yes. watch Riverdale. Like the show. The show. The show that we've watched. It starts out, and you must know this because you just recently started Mm -hmm. doing the season one rewatch. It is the opening of the season one episode of Riverdale. And it's incredibly confusing how she has access to that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be a time traveler and just know what life was like for them in 2023 and all that, or 2017 to 2023. But 
Yeah, to have that specific footage is odd. Yeah, well, because they're not be. It's not like The Office. It's not like shows where like right, the, they weren't. They, didn't they, know were, they were creating being yeah a documentary <laughs> interview type situation. This would be like if somebody came up to you and was like, "Hey, do you remember this?" And then had like a whole TV show made about your life from right. like ten years ago, and you're just like, "What?" what <laughs> like I don't remember being followed by cameras like, yeah like who that? was filming that like it doesn't make any sense so like did she like maybe travel to our universe where the show existed pull oh we can't we can't add <laughs> yeah, this I know, to I know. The, no but it, the, well, the reasoning uh, yeah. is just stupid but the implication is that he watches the entire series yes okay first of all it is weird because he hears himself narrating and he's like right. when did I do this yeah okay. So then after that, Tabitha basically says, like, you got to tell, you know, tell everybody else, give them the option to see these memories mm-hmm. and all that. So he goes and he says, listen, I'll be in my train car. <laughs> I'll feel, be in my train car. <laughs> I'll be in my train car. If you feel like you want to watch it, like, by all means. So Archie's the first one to come. He's nominated by the group because yeah. I guess they all don't trust Jughead or they think he might have gone crazy. And so they're just like, yeah, he's like one pulled, person. <laughs> I pulled the short straw and he actually right. brings it. Yeah. And he's like, look. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was a little funny, but also sad because Jughead immediately puts a box of tissues next to him. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. He like drops it right next to him and he goes, and this is in the future, what they call binge watching. Right. And I'm like, oh, so he's going to watch the right. book. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure when I saw Jughead sit down, I thought he was just going to watch the first episode and then maybe Tabitha would be like, so after that, all this shit happens. No, it's implied that they are going to watch the entire series. And it's further confirmed because Betty and Veronica come next. They come together. And then afterwards, when they're talking to Jughead about it, Betty's like, my dad was a serial killer. And then my sister was murdered and brought back to life. And that doesn't happen until season five and season six. So they had to have literally seen the entire series, which guys will take a long time. Yeah, this definitely took weeks for them (laughs) to figure this out. And then also, like, I love how Veronica was like, oh, I killed my husband and my dad. Like, (laughs) It was just kind of like, fuck, like when in retro, like to have them realize it when they didn't know that this, any of this existed before. It's right. just funny to hear them say these words. Yeah. Right. As if they didn't actually do them. And then down the line, we find out that Kevin didn't want to watch because he found out that Clay is not a part of it. Yeah. Okay. And Julian doesn't want to watch because he's a doll. (laughs) I I have to say, I'm really glad that they addressed it because when he was in the initial meeting with Jughead, I was like, why is Julian here? He is literally like a dead twin or triplet in in the show. He's a dead triplet that becomes a doll (laughs) later on. A haunted Um, doll. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, why the fuck does Julian even need to be here? That was very funny. And then so basically everybody watches. And then Tabitha comes to talk to everybody. And basically says, like, it's your decision if you'd like to remember these memories. Well, the important detail here is that Tabitha also explains that it was too hard to separate the timelines. So what she is... This was a lot I didn't understand. (laughs) So what she has decided to do is weave the timelines all together, which, again, yes, is a complicated thing that, like, I can't even really wrap my brain around right now. But the, the ultimate consequence of this is that she can no longer move people through time because she has done this. They have to live this out So they, yeah, so they are now permanently stuck in the 50s. And 
their they can't go back to their prior lives essentially which which is the big fuck you to us as the audience because all that establishing that we did in seasons one through six didn't come to anything all the relationships that were built all of the the struggles and the the questions the unanswered questions that we had it doesn't matter anymore because now this is the new reality there are different couples there are different pairings we never get to find out who lives happily ever after written They're rewriting the whole thing. With season seven, which is objectively garbage. (sighs) So as you were saying, she's basically like, okay, so like knowing that, that you can never go back to your other life, do you still want to remember that you had this other life? And I think that's an interesting question because I think I wouldn't want to know. (laughs) Because I wouldn't want to have that if now I had to live from the 50s on to know that there was this alternate life that I live and all these things. And then how do you then live your life? Because you're anticipating these things or you're, they're in the back of your mind. So you're going to, any relationship, people you meet, whatever, you're going to be like, well, I met them during that time. And it's too confusing. It has to be really trippy for somebody like Fangs, who is apparently heterosexual in the fifties, but was very much bisexual and had this really long and significant relationship with Kevin. So how do you even look at each other at that point and say like, am I gay now? (laughs) Am I still gay? Right. Do I need to figure this out? It's very, yeah. I mean, and Midge isn't in. Right. They didn't even discuss that. They didn't invite Midge. <laughs> yeah, they Poor Midge, I did they know that she died? Like... <laughs> did they know that she was stabbed? Oh yeah, Stabby stabs in that? the musical. So wow, yeah. So like, there's a lot of stuff there that I feel like if it's not going to matter anymore, then like, why? Because it's not even informing who they are now. Because that would be the argument I would think is that you know if you've gone through all this growth and it's affected the person that you are now, then you want to remember. But yeah. they don't even. It's not like the people they are in the 50s is directly a product of who they were in the present. So there really is no benefit to me, in my mind, of remembering any of that, except, I mean, nostalgic purposes. For Jughead, it must be hard because he had Tabitha. Yeah, that was a difficult... That made me sad, that interaction they had. But some of them agree that... Well, Betty brings up, or Veronica, one of the two. Can we only remember the good stuff? Like, we don't want to remember all the bad stuff. Is this the show telling us to just remember the good stuff and, like, forget all the bullshit that happened? Because I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Right? Like, Mothman who? Like, no. That's that's what made... I feel like that's the shit that made the show, but I... Right. Yeah, so they only want to remember the good things, so they decide to, at the Babylonium, just literally do a little them sit together. A super cut of the best a, yeah super cut and it's weird to watch them like especially kevin and fangs yes. watch the hedwig scenes right and i'm like whoa and just the again the interactions who's sleeping with who mm-hmm. but they all seem very like enthralled with it and glad they did this right and betty and jughead are the two that decide to keep all of the memories, the good and the bad. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. But I don't know. It just begs the question for me, if they can't go back to their previous lives, why even have Tabitha come back and do this? Right. What difference does it make? (laughs) It's just us knowing, okay, now Jughead remembers. That was the whole thing. Like, they're being told all this stuff and having to just understand it. But he's remembering everything. So now it's like he's in this weird fucking position. It has to relive life, Mm -hmm. which is... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. 
like knowing the stuff that happened to you and then being able to rewrite it. But they're not rewriting it. It's they're going to age. It's not like they're ever going to get to that point in the timeline and be able to relive this stuff. And that's why it's weird to me. Right. That, like, I'm just saying like relationship wise and how they go about, you know, sexuality and stuff like that. Like, would they change up knowing that the future future accepts it more or. Yeah. Would they, you know, like certain just certain things like that. I just feel like it's too displaced in time for it to ever really matter. Yeah. It's going to take a while for things to catch up to what they're what they're like now. And by the time they get there, they're going to be old, dying. <laughs> Which is what the finale is going to tell right. us. That, Allegedly. That basically what we had talked about, like, oh, 86-year-old Betty, does that mean that that's from the 50s? And yes, it is. Because we now yeah. find out that they had to live out. Right life again it's god it's so it's frustrating it's yeah, very frustrating this, this felt like a kick in the teeth because it was and i think i i said this last time and that phrase just kept popping into my head again it's like either seasons one through six were a complete waste of time or season seven was a complete waste of time and i really hoped that it was just season seven but it turns out that it's seasons one through six that were the waste of time <laughs> right they're telling us like okay just forget all that yeah we did all that and it didn't matter because we're not going to answer the question of do betty and archie get married and have kids or right. do you jughead and tabitha get married and have kids or which they mentioned they had a family i don't remember seeing that do you remember so in that episode she kind of takes them into their future on their date. They yes. time travel and they're sitting in pops I, yeah. and the little kid has a Jughead beanie so that we know it's Jughead's kid. Yes. That was just one of like multiple timelines, I guess. So like it, it never really felt like a permanent future. It's not like we got an answer there that that was definitely going to happen. It was just like, this is what could be if things weren't falling apart. So there were so many questions that the show felt like it was trying to answer and now it's just like never mind yeah and Jughead never speaks about having a father figure but they do show FP yes and, and it's like and Fred and Fred and it was funny listening to Archie name all not all of them but most of his jobs jobs yeah <laughs> I thought I he was, was gonna like, go wow. through the whole list and I this was isn't even yeah. scratching the surface but it's funny that I was this and that and this and that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, right. yeah, bro. You had a lot going on. Yes. A lot more than you do in this timeline, honestly. Oh, like, yeah. Like, all these people in the 50s are so fucking boring compared to what they were in high school. Like, the same time period, but in the present present ish day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They got up to so much more shit. This was so boring. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, yeah. I'm a little upset that, like, that's this is what we. I think it's okay to be upset about it. I'm really upset about it. And I think I do need some processing time because I did just watch it. But like what I'm hearing currently and if this continues into the finale, because we have an entire finale episode and I guess they could do something with it that makes it less terrible, but I'm not super hopeful. But what I'm hearing is that like nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. (laughs) That just that makes me so angry. Because, again, is it, it, it's more on memories because the synopsis reads like, okay, 86-year-old Betty, mm-hmm. you know, wants to live a lot, like, wants to live another basically day with everybody or something like that, the way things used to be. And it's like, okay, but for us, what is used to be? Yeah, exactly. 
what are, where are we referring to? Yeah, for us, that would be present day Riverdale. Like, we don't yeah. care about these people in the 50s. We don't know them. They're different. They're different people than They're what different. we went through six seasons with. And I think that's why it's annoying because it's like, we don't care about this version of these characters. They're not no, the same. we didn't same. think we'd have to be here this long. Right. We didn't think it would be the whole season. That's another thing. And they did this with Rivervale too. Like, keeping too many secrets from the audience. And I think it's just very, it's backfiring because if they manage your expectations and say like, hey, season seven is going to be entirely in the 50s. If they come out and said that up front, I would have been upset, but at least we wouldn't have been waiting every episode for something better (laughs) to happen. Right, and like coming to these conclusions in our heads, like, okay, well, maybe if this is happening, it's because of this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we were trying to find solutions that inevitably made no difference whatsoever and you saying a little while ago about that we'll never get to know Mm -hmm. the conclusions to the 2023 like will Archie and Betty get married like that oh now that I'm thinking about it I'm so frustrated yeah because there were stories that it's like like Moose came back to be with Kevin right okay what happens there and Baby adult Anthony. Yes, baby adult Anthony. That's another great question. That's like a really weird loose end flopping around in the wind. And then Cheryl, does Cheryl ever get to be happy? Because like she and Tony. She's not with Tony anymore. Right. She's with Fangs still. And let's see, who else do we not know anything about? Kevin? I mean, wish Kevin the best. Yeah, Kevin got the shit under the stick in 2023, so I'm yeah, I'm kind of happy for him. Yeah, maybe it. he's okay here, but and did we leave it off where Polly and Jason are back? Okay, I mean, uh, don't see no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this is no. Yeah, Jason definitely not. Jason had to be re-sacrificed, but I don't remember what the situation is with Polly. Well, Polly at the end with the kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the there when the hit. comet hit, but I don't, yeah. I don't know if she was like permanently returned or not. So, but she also is having a better time in the fifties, so maybe she can just yeah. stay there. <laughs> but I mean, it's been a wild ride, and to not have the answers that I think we deserve—that we were of- building to for six seasons—yeah, that's what's really frustrating about it. They're just completely pivoting and like rebooting the show. And then ending it so abruptly. And it's like, you can't do that. <laughs> right. And you knew the ending was coming. It's not like one of those like yeah. cancellations and you had to wrap shit up quick. No, you had time to figure this out and like, right. really work on it. Yeah. And you didn't at all. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I that's that's where I'm at with that. And we have one yeah. one episode left. One left. And it's funny, like me rewatching. I'm, I miss it then so much like I, I just started to season two mm-hmm. we're in black hood territory yep i am oh i'm just so i stare at it as if it's the first time i'm watching it i know because i feel like it's been so long that it's something new mm-hmm. because given what i'm watching right now well now it should be new because it doesn't matter anyway so and they were all so young and cute i know adorable the serpents were a real gang and fp was so like was such an interesting character because he was so like shades of gray and Mm -hmm. you wanted to trust him you wanted to like him but he was still kind of scummy at first yep and just Bughead, I do. Miss I them. know. Uh, it kills me. It kills me inside. Just their teamwork with everything. Like yes. that's what I missed. Yep. And it's just to know that it doesn't matter. I it's know. So sad. I know. Guys. Well. One more week. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> what a shit show this has been. It's not great. 
All right, so this week's pod pick of the week is the So Wizard podcast, one of our faves, always doing great interviews, spoiler-free recaps for up-to-date movies, not the old stuff that, you know, <laughs> we tend to talk about, but yeah, they're really good for like anything's just coming out, best recaps ever. You could find them in all their glory. I will list everything on Instagram and Twitter as I always do. Schedule-wise for us, we'll get the finale episode on Friday, September 1st finale friday and it'll also have a nice little send-off to riverdale in our special way yes broad strokes over the seasons not just discussing the finale but the series as a whole yeah favorites not so favorite yeah trying not to hate on everything because right we never do love this show Otherwise, we wouldn't do this. Exactly. But yeah, is there anything else you would like to add? I do. Holiday for August 22nd. It's Dawn's birthday, guys. Oh my gosh, a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) It's a national holiday. That is exciting. It's Dawn Day. Well, thank you very much. Happy birthday to Dawn. Reach out on Twitter, Instagram. Let her know you (laughs) love her. And we're so glad she's born. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, nothing else important going on on that day whatsoever. Yeah, why even? Yeah, don't why even, even bother? bother? Don't even bother. Yep. Yeah, one more episode, guys, and until then, that's Endgame. game.